0: This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you will live like Jesus and share his life. Hey, this is episode sixteen of Radio Reflections. Hey, everybody, <laughs> we're here and we're both sporting
1: sportin Carhartts, Carhartt hats. Now, yeah. can you call it sporting? Because really, Carhartt's not a sporty brand.
0: No, no, Uh Carhartt is an outdoor brand. It's yeah, made for I mean, it's work. like
1: a workman's kind of yeah
0: brand. Not, not for. I don't. Those the kids that wear. It's not hipsters. That's not hipsters. Hipsters. No, because hipsters. That's the like mustache. hipsters be and like more of a millennial kind coffee of thing. dork people.
1: Yeah, it could be. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's all the teenagers and Yeah. It's like the I don't know, I don't know what the word for cool is these days. Right. I just use cool. My it's,
0: kids, my they're aged 14 to almost uh say 21, they all have had carhartt things over the years, but it's because they worked outdoors. Yeah, cuz it was cold.
1: Had essentially at a farm.
0: We did. We cut a lot of firewood. Yeah. And uh Ian particularly, he he was a big part of we cut a lot of firewood. So there you go. So, uh, leave a uh, comment.
1: Uh, Were you wearing Carhartts before it was cool to do so? Mm hmm. Hello, there you go. Well, hey, uh, it's Josh and JB. We're back with another episode of Radiant Reflections as we continue in our series more at Radiant Life Church. Yesterday, Pastor Ryan brought the third installment of the series, but the second part of the conversation about the secret place. Mm hmm. So we're gonna jump into that in just a couple of minutes. Because first, mm-hmm. first, 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 we gotta talk about coffee. Gotta talk which, about coffee. Which, I was smelling it. This coffee has a wonderful smell. And do you ever have it where, like, there's something that's just on the, on it's on the tip of your tongue. You're like, oh, there's a word or a phrase mm-hmm. or a scent or a taste or something. You're like, oh, it's 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 and like you know what it is. Now I keep smelling this, and the only thing I can come up with, the only thing I can come up with. Is bonnet? Do you know what bonnet is? No. So bonnet. I'm going to learn I think something. It's, it's a Dutch. It's like a pastry. Okay. Right? Like I can't eat it anymore because of okay. the, the, the gluten, gluten. Okay. but uh, but it's a it's like a pastry with almond paste. Mm. And it has it has a very distinct flavor. To me, this smells like bonnet. Cool. I don't know what all else is in almond paste. Obviously, almond. but yeah. Like. But there there's other flavors. Like it's it's very unique.
0: Like that's if you if you
1: ever if you ever had bonquette you'd be like, Oh yeah, that's I don't know of anything else that tastes like bonket.
0: We'll have to ask Patrician Coors. So yeah, which
1: I don't know if they ever watched this, but. Congrats on yes. a super, super cute little baby. Oh my goodness.
0: Adorable. I saw the pictures. Yes. And she's yeah. like a little doll. Patricia is so. going to be an amazing mom. I'm excited for them. For those yes. of you who
1: don't know, Patricia used to be a staff member at Radiant Life Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, now she lives in the Netherlands.
0: Yep. So. And Patricia's actually part of uh, my team. She's She is the social media manager uh, for his productions. So anything you see in social media, uh, for his productions. She does all that stuff. She's awesome. Nice. So, yeah. All right. So okay. what, are, what are we drinking? Okay. So this is a madcap. Uh, this? Ooh, another like madcap. You're rocking the madcap. Yeah. Finca de Dios. Say that one more finca time. Finca de Dios. Finca, finca de Dios. I almost looked it up on Google to find out what it means. So de it's d- something of God. Right. Right. Because de Dios, Dios is God, right? Yeah. Finca de Dios is the, is the name from Guatemala. And this is a single origin, which is important and the tasting notes are pear and here's what i believe you were smelling honey okay and grapefruit so if you smell this coffee it smells like a dark honey hmm. not like Which a super super sweet i do like i do like honey you know a darker honey you smell it now i do and it's
1: it's delicious like that smell like that see that's the thing i've mm. always even before mm. i would drink coffee i loved the smell of coffee yeah like it's just that mm-hmm. yes, a very comfortable, comfortable smell. Coffee is okay. such
0: a wonderful pleasure that God has given us, you know, to taste it and to brew it. And whoever thought, you know, to like take the, the seed of a plant of a fruit and dry it and then crush it up, add it to hot water. And then you okay, okay. drink it. Now, do you have you ever researched the history of coffee?
1: Uh, a little, a okay. little bit. Yeah. Like how, where does it go back to I mean, it seems like kind of thing that
0: would go back to like ancient China or something. I have an, I have a, a basically like a, it's like a Bible of coffee from the, we call him the coffee Messiah james hoffman so for those either into coffee you know who james hoffman is he he is the coffee messiah he has a really cool book maybe i'll bring that in uh next week and okay. we can we could do a little talk about uh history we just read what mr well, just, hoffman
1: because i'm just curious given that coffee is a a plant product mm-hmm. do you think they drank coffee in eden
0: hmm that's an interesting question because there's no death required right. to consume it. Because we know that we are vegetarians in the garden. Hmm. I don't know. No, which okay, there's another question. Sorry, we're mm-hmm. getting a little bit off off so sideways.
1: But but now plant death in a sense, but mm-hmm. do you think they would have had or used fire in Eden? I mean that would consume. You mean like to get warm or, or just like to cook vegetables? Like, like, cause or, I'm, go, I'm going with this whole coffee thing still. Okay, like, like okay. To, They need to heat up water. <laughs> right. <laughs> Otherwise they're having cold brew. Well, which I mean, maybe
0: maybe they were down with that. <laughs> so I think here's what happened. Uh, if you've ever seen a coffee cherry, right? Um, yeah, coffee cherries right there. You ever seen a coffee cherry? It's this bright red when it's ripe uh, uh, fruit. And my guess is it's probably tart to eat, but I'm guessing what people did was they were eating them, spinning out the seeds, and then you'd have people who were eating them and maybe just chewing the seeds up at the same time. And then all of a sudden they're like, whoa, check out what happens when I eat these cherries. <laughs> I can work twice as fast as Bobby when I eat those seeds. Kind of like the coca leaves down in like Colombia or Bolivia. Which we're not advocating. Nope, nope, don't, nope. But we're don't thankful do that. for it because <laughs> the coca leaf gives us um, what's the novacaine? same thing where cocaine comes from, but novacaine comes from the coca leaf, which if you've ever had any cavity issues, uh, you're thankful for the coca leaf.
1: There you go. Now, make... are
0: you scared of the dentist? Like Ryan's yeah. Ryan's terrified. of dentist. So I'm going to give you a fun he's fact a from stage. So I'm not, I'm not talking behind the back here. I'm 43. I've never had a cavity in my life, dude. No, so like,
1: you know, you've never had a cavity or you just don't go to the dentist. No, no, no. I go to the dentist.
0: Yeah, no, I go to the dentist, uh, but I've never had a cavity. So I've never had a bad experience at the, I mean, usually it's just the cleaning and the, you know, not drilling, um, whatever polish and all that jazz they do. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So
1: I'm not so fortunate, but I've, I've still never had a bad experience at the dentist. I actually, I like going to the dentist.
0: Oh, that feeling when your teeth are clean, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's It's good. So great. So cool. Cool. All right. Well, so that's what we're drinking. Uh, Finca de Dios. If you Finca de Dios if, what, is, what does Finca? I don't know what
1: Finca like, means. Yeah, Are grab you gotta, the Googler. We gotta find I'm out. I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up. Because I mean we know it's something of God. Lady Google will tell us. Well, I'm going to Apple Translate here.
0: Oh, okay. That's even better. Finca Farm Farm of the Gods. Farm of God. Farm of God. <laughs> Farm of God. Whoa. That's kind of a bold hey. claim. It's pretty good coffee. I will tell you this though, and I've got it in Slack. Joel Wilkinson, who plays everything. every instrument. Yeah, you can think of created. on our worship team. He brought some coffee from Reanimator uh, Roasters yesterday into the green room. Oh my goodness. This was, it was Ethiopian bean. It was unbelievably delicious. I will be getting a bag of that. Reanimator? Reanimator uh, Roasters. I don't, I don't even know where they're out of. Okay? Sounds like a robot. Right. Well, you remember the one horror movies, Bride of the Reanimator? Whoa. I don't those are, those are I was crazy. I've never been like a horror movie guy. I'm not either, but don't. this one was more like macabre and kind of like you know, zombie like not like, like, like I truly, truly horror. I know? don't get the
1: draw. Maybe if you're
0: out there yeah. and you like scary movies, like put it in the comments
1: or something. Like, help me understand. I remember as a teenager, I had a buddy, and he'd go see these horror movies in the theater. Yeah, he'd be like, "Dude, it was awesome." Like I had nightmares for a week. I'm like, "You're an idiot." Like, yeah, like I don't, I don't particularly enjoy being scared. Like, I'm, I'm definitely not going to pay somebody money so that i can be scared and have yeah. nightmares like, I, don't, I don't know that doesn't make any sense at all to me
0: no so. and there are some really utterly terrifying movies out there you know i remember as a kid watching exorcist like the original
1: yeah and some of that stuff man i don't know if that's I don't, real I don't man want to like
0: mess with that that crap is <laughs> like, real like there are powers and principalities and you watch those movies it's like well, i don't want to have nothing to do with that this yeah. is like in high school and stuff but Oh Nope. No, thank you. We are 10 minutes in Josh. We oh, got, hey, you know go. what? That's all we right. Gotta go. That's all right. All right. So secret place. Uh, we talked about this yesterday and <laughs> uh, what are some things that jumped out to you, JB? You know, I, I loved throughout the morning. Ryan was just really vulnerable first and open with us. I mean, Ryan's probably been a follower of Jesus for most of his life. You know, he was a kids men director bef- and small yeah. group leader and yeah, teaching a, pastor. A, yeah.
1: Kidman pastor, pastor uh, yeah. prior to coming down to churches.
0: Yep. And has been, you know, walk with God a long time. And, um, you know, he shared very openly. He's like uh, up to 2019, my quiet time was short and limited. He was faithful. He did it. Uh, but it didn't have this real vertical connection with God. And I thought that transparency was, was beautiful. It was really cool. And then how God used the, the, uh, I like the one guy, I I watch a financial guy. He calls it the cerveza sickness, Corona cerveza. Okay. (laughs) Because I guess- I was, like, I was like, that means beer. YouTube- like We're just- you, Look at us breaking out the yeah. Spanish today. YouTube will, will mess with your videos sometimes if you use- the Oh, the-, the uh, C word. The fact checkers. Yes. And so he says cerveza virus so that he can get around it and everyone knows he's talking about COVID-19. So are we, we going to get fact checked on uh, this it, podcast? Hey, we're things? not saying anything about COVID-19. We're not talking about that at all. <laughs> but what we are saying- is that during that time, that's when God really kind of grabbed a hold of Ryan and called him into a newer, deeper secret place. And his life uh, began to change. And I want to say, and I didn't get to tell him this yesterday. I don't know if he watches this. <laughs> He's a busy guy. Uh, but I, I have noticed the change. Mm. I have noticed that he is a different person he wasn't a bad i wouldn't say like he was saying about his wife his wife would oh. you know katie would say he was awful or, or grumpy before. i don't necessarily see that but i see uh just a, a peace and a calm and a wisdom about him uh that is coming out of that secret place so that was something that stood out to me what about you uh no so i liked it and now i'm i'm
1: one of those guys right and this is probably a fault that i that i have to fix right i uh I don't, know, I don't know how I want to say it. Right? Like, I'm I'm one who, like, I, I mean, it was good. It was good. Like, I th- I think what he brought was good. I, I'm i one who likes to dig in and unpack and, and dig into contrast. And, it, again, it's probably a fault, but I like to listen to things and poke holes in it. sure you know like sure so so there are you have a more skeptical nature i do like Mm -hmm. i'm sure which again i have to be careful of that i don't become cynical right Mm -hmm. there's skeptical you know you just right you know you 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 you're not sure whether or not something's true mm-hmm. cynical you just assume that they're lying to you like <laughs> yeah i don't i don't want to do that i don't want to do that yeah. no but so, so a couple of things that i thought would be interesting to kind of like uh dig into with you and, and unpack so the first one is right and i mean and i get this and i, I don't disagree um but ryan talked a lot about that that 18 inch gap yeah he did the right like the like the the, yeah. the head to the heart I've, i'm curious what your thoughts are like what's the balance there because mm-hmm. you know we, we we contrast the the mind and the heart. I mean, and and that is a real danger, right? Mm-hmm. That we we understand Scripture, right? We we have this intellectual understanding of the Word of God, mm-hmm. right? but we we don't actually let it transform our lives. Which is what I mean. Which is what Ryan is is getting after. Mm-hmm. But like, what's the what would you say is the danger of of I'm trying to think how I don't want to ask this question. Um, i I bulk at things that are primarily experiential. Mm. you know some of that is based on things that you know you see over the years like well mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know sure so what what would you say is the balance point because I mean scripture tells us to be transformed how? By yeah. the renewing of our mind, right. right, So there is absolutely right an intellectual mind component to mm. our faith, uh, <clears throat> but we we need both. So I so I I would suggest that it's not a matter of well, hey, just don't don't keep it in your head, get it down to your heart. I think you need both. Mm-hmm. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind,
0: soul, soul mind, yeah. Strength.
1: Right. This it's this all encompassing thing. So, but just, just for, you know, kicks and giggles here, Mm -hmm. like, what are some of the dangers if you, if you only live in what we might consider a heart space where it's more of this
0: feeling, right. Or this experience type thing. Well, I, you know, I would agree with you, Josh. I think sometimes our experiences can be based upon emotion and feeling, which we know aren't always bad, uh, but they can lead us, you know uh down paths that aren't accurate to who god actually is so just because we experience something doesn't necessarily mean that it is of god which is where that balance between the heart and the head has to come in right we know that god is never going to do anything he's never going to do anything he's never going to do anything
1: say it one more time one he's more time <laughs> never going to do
0: anything that contradicts his written word Ever, and so, but the way that I was perceiving what Ryan was saying was, um, if you were to take those two components of of what we're talking about, the heart and the mind, between the two of them, there is a there is a greater element, and it is heart. And here's why I say that, because you can believe something in the heart, which is where I think that the life experience and change comes from, right? That That's real. Like when you actually know something deep inside the heart and you, you live that thing out, uh, it's beyond even experience at that point. It's part of your nature. And right? this is why I wanted to unpack this. Okay. Because I think the danger is we think heart
1: and we... In our culture, we tend to equate that with emotion.: I agree, or
0: feeling, and it isn't so, so this is good, So keep going. Yeah. keep going. And then, and then the lesser of the two, which is where I think Ryan was going, you know, from head to heart, was to say, when we academically, when we only, you know, through, let's say, uh, head knowledge, know the scriptures, I don't know viewers, listeners Josh, you may have heard this stat before. I may have even said it on this podcast before. There is a practicing Muslim in the Middle East. He's a brilliant genius, you know, next level intellect. He has the entire new Testament, Matthew chapter one to revelation chapter 22 memorized word for word, the whole new Testament. That's hardcore. It's serious. I mean, the brain capacity of this individual's off the charts. He's not a follower of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So like he knows word of God, better than you or i do in terms oh, of like yeah. head knowledge right probably the 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 history and those sorts of things so that's kind of the way that i was seeing it was you know if 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 we can get all and and maybe it's also cultural like in america you think about i have I see one Bible you've got here. I've got two here off screen, right? I mean, we, I've got different translations. We've got our software, you know, got the Bible app. Yeah, we got our we got Bible it. app. I mean, you got you version You and they're all awesome. Amazing things. Like we're not in want for head knowledge. Like we can get on YouTube and watch podcasts from brilliant people. You know, I, I think of a, a pastor, um, uh, Lance, pastor Lance out of Calvary Chapel, Oxford. He's got a, a podcast called in his image. And it's all on the history of the church. And it's like, if you're not a history person, you won't like this podcast. So, I mean, like he's (laughs) diving in really good content. So there's stuff everywhere that we can fill our minds with. Right. Uh, But then the difference between getting it out of our minds and then into our lives, because you can think about things in your mind all Mm -hmm. you want. But once it gets down to the heart, you're like, "Mm, I got to do this thing. Like, I got to I got to live in a way that reflects the stuff that's in my mind because now it's connected. I don't know if that.
1: No, 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 and that's good. And I, I want to go back uh, several months ago. I think Pastor Brandon uh, had a he made a statement, and I love it. And I'll apply it to this context, right? Because you could say, "Well, I believe," you know, "I believe all of these things." You could you you could say, "Yep, I subscribe to all the you know core beliefs of Christianity," and for you, that's an intellectual thing. Uh, you know, Brandon asked the question uh, regarding Jesus. It's like, do you believe in him enough to obey him, right? And, that, and that's kind of like that. That's like that kicker, Oof, it's man. Because like, I could say, yep, I believe all these things, but if your life doesn't actually reflect <laughs> what he says, yeah, right. If you're like, oh yeah, I I believe that, you know, he was all of these things. Great, okay, mm-hmm. well, well, cool, cool. But mm-hmm. I mean, James tells us even the demons believe that. So, <laughs> yep. so so that that type of thing isn't isn't quite enough, right? It's a right. it's a transformed life, so. But, yeah, yeah I just, so I just wanted to unpack a little bit more because yeah. you know because in in previous uh, well like when we did the the unseen realm we kind of we kind of went after this idea of like follow your heart mm-hmm. so I just I just wanted to tease out sure. a little bit like yeah. we're not we're not going back and so well you know follow your heart if it's pointed towards no nah, it's again it's a, it's a deeper thing than just yeah. this this sense of emotion or or feeling. Or experience how are we defining yeah. those things that's right the real difference here right. yeah so i just wanted to clarify that yeah so. yeah uh the other thing I'd be curious to get your thoughts on right so so the, there was kind of a, a challenge built into all of yesterday mm-hmm. and it was this idea of like uh you're like man are we are we willing to spend time with jesus mm-hmm. and i think that's an important question for all of us to yeah. wrestle with yep so <laughs> and and there was a there was a specific challenge issued like, hey, man, if you if you currently spend five minutes with Jesus, right? Hey, try ten. Right? Hey, if you spend twenty, try forty. Try you know. Yep. This thing, but at the same time, and we've talked about it here on the podcast, and Ryan mentioned it yesterday. We talk about our faith as not being a quantitative exercise. Mm-hmm. It's more qualitative. Quant- quantitative I mean it's related to quantity, a number of times, mm-hmm. right? How do we how do we tease that out? Because because yeah. you might have somebody who heard that and be like, well, wait, you you told me that it's not, you know, quantitative, mm-hmm. but the only metric you gave me is a quantitative metric, uh, a minute, metric. right? Right. I yeah. mean, like like that's that's quantitative. You right. you said do ten minutes. Well, that's that's quantitative. Sure. So so am I magically better because I did ten minutes? Right. You know. So. Dig into that a little bit because, mm. and because again, we've made that, we've made that comment here too, before it's not a,
0: it's not a quantitative thing. It's a qualitative thing. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that, Josh. I think that the difference is, is it, when you think about quantitative uh, metrics or data, when we're talking about our faith, that comes into real danger when we talk about eternity, mm. right? When we talk about salvation, when we talk about earning, right? Grace is not opposed to to work it's opposed to earning isn't that or effort grace is not opposed to effort but it is opposed to earning earning. yeah that was dallas willard Willard. yeah yeah so uh, when i look at that quantifiable statement of five minutes to ten minutes i I go back to the what we think the practices are so if the disciplines of practices are defined if the why behind the disciplines and practices are to get god to love me more like maybe to get more gifts of the spirit uh or off get real serious like this is what's going to get me to heaven, um, then that is a real problem. Mm. Then your quantifiable metric is is utterly broken because there is no one righteous, no, not one. It doesn't matter. No one, no works will inherit the kingdom of God. That quantity, there is no quantity. Uh, that is when we talk about quantifiable metrics like that in, in the same breath as salvation, we commit a blasphemy. Because we, we challenge the very notion of what the gospel is. We challenge the finished work of what happened on the cross. We, we begin to take that back into our own hands and say it's up to me. Um, what I do think about, if we go back to the why on the spiritual disciplines and practices, if the why is to, this, these are my own whys, so you can take them for yourself or not. I have three whys when it comes to all my practices. Does it get me closer to Jesus? Do I hear Jesus' voice more clearly? Like, do I hear the voice of God? Three, do I then act and behave more like Jesus? If I can tick those three boxes, then whatever the practice is, whatever the book is, whatever the thing is that I'm doing, that's, I want that. So if those are the whys, then the it, coming back to the metric is, if that's the why, then the metric does become a, an important thing to consider quantifiably so and it goes back to like the time in the scriptures you know we've referenced this thing a right, number the, of times at minimum of four days a week you know that, that kind of that's a that's a quantitative measurement mm-hmm. but there's a qualitative correlation mm-hmm. to it, so and i think that the qualitative and co- uh, uh, qualitative and quantitative correlation is also based upon our, our we're going to get a little bit um <laughs> I think it also has to do with, with, uh, um, our lives here on earth, right? We do live in time and mm-hmm. we do have limited time. Mm-hmm. We are not infinite right now. You know, we've get 80, 90 years, right. As followers of Jesus. So there is sort of a quantifiable thing, you know, uh, you know, James talks about season the day, you know, the Latins would say carpe diem, Right. Uh, yeah. Paul
1: says, make the most of every opportunity. Yeah. The days are evil, right? That's, Ephesians, Ephesians 5, yeah.
0: 16, something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's quantifiable. So I think the idea of making a quantifiable challenge like that is to say, if you believe that the disciplines and practices are a way that you can put yourself before the God who has saved you, who has saved you, and you put yourself before him in a way to increase and bolster your faith more then quantifiably that becomes the question. Now, before we hit record, and I want to hear what you say,
1: we talked (laughs) about-
0: Wait, you didn't hit record already? (laughs) (laughs) When we were talking about, okay, what's the danger and the polar end of that? And it's monasticism, it's asceticism, right? Which are our belief systems. So talk about that, Josh, where do you see, um, when we talk quantifiably, okay, does that mean that I should become a monk?
1: Right. And, and and that's a danger, right? Cuz mm-hmm. maybe and maybe you end up having such wonderful times with Jesus that you're like, "You know what? I I never want to leave. I don't think I'm going to go to work today." Right. I mean, and so so we used we used this passage yesterday in the message uh Ryan did, Luke mm-hmm. 10 mm-hmm. Uh, 38 through 42, whatever. It was It's yep. the it's the classic, you know, Martha and Mary thing. Yeah. And, and I think a danger of looking at is right because you you've got these two sisters you have you have Martha and you have Mary mm-hmm. and and Martha is is very concerned with you know preparing a meal with making sure the house is ready well Mary sits at the feet of Jesus Martha goes to Jesus and says hey tell my sister she gotta help me out bro right. like this is right. come on let's do this and Jesus says not hey Mary Mary's chosen the better thing she's chosen to sit at my feet I think a danger there is we say oh I should just I should just spend all of my time sitting at the feet of Jesus,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Now I think it's important, and I think Martha gets a little bit of a bad rep here. Mm-hmm. Martha was was not doing bad things, right? Right. Culturally, there was a a high expectation for hospitality. Mm-hmm. The things she was doing were were well in line with with what was expected of her, mm-hmm. right? But I, I think it's dangerous to say, "Oh, you know what? Nobody should make the meal. Everyone should just sit at the feet of Jesus." I'm sure it will magically appear. We'll have food to eat. Right. Uh, you know the house will clean itself. <laughs> right. And, and we 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 either go fully into that monastic route, to where we 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 cloister ourselves away. I guess. Well, mm-hmm. nuns are in cloisters, probably mm-hmm. not monks. But anyway. Yes. But I mean, yeah. I mean, you're 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 cut off because you just you just want to hang out with Jesus all day long. Mm-hmm. We have responsibilities, right, to attend to. Right. Like we prior to the fall of humanity right with sin like we were called to be productive and work mm-hmm. you know paul talks about the idea of, like man if you don't work you don't eat right. like we 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 right. have responsibilities that we have to attend to mm-hmm. right if you have children right you can't just like lock your kids in the basement and and spend 10 hours a day with jesus so you've talked about doing that uh you know what i mean there, the <laughs> are, there are times where it's like you know what i could just get 30 minutes you here. got the littles <laughs> yeah but uh yeah, so I th- I think that's a danger, and and mm-hmm. that we ignore we ignore our responsibilities, mm-hmm. and also right like inherent to the Christian faith is an outward focus. Yeah. Right. So yesterday I I taught the second installment of Live Sent, right, which is a, a a group that we do for discovering or clarifying calling, mm-hmm. right? And and we talked about the importance of both. Being and making disciples. Mm-hmm. A guy named Todd Wilson wrote the book called More. We use mm-hmm. that in that in that group. Okay. He, and he, he uses this this image of a coin, right? You've got two sides of this discipleship coin, right? Right. And on the one side is being a disciple, right? Mm-hmm. Spending time with Jesus, learning what does it look like to live like Jesus, that kind of thing. But on the other side, right? We're we are commanded, not not encouraged to, but commanded right. to go and make disciples, right? That is an outward-focused thing. You can't do that in the secret place. Mm-hmm. Now, your making of disciples should flow from your time yes. in the secret place. Yes. Right. You can't. You can't lead somebody where you haven't been or aren't going yourself. Right. So I mean, so you have mm-hmm. to have that secret place. But if you spend all of your time there, uh, you are ignoring the the outward, mm-hmm. others-focused nature of being a disciple of Jesus. You're missing the point.
0: Yes. Yes. You're missing the point.
1: Right. Like it, yeah. it, it, It's like, it's like you, you, you've been brought to a buffet, right? But the goal is that you bring everybody you can to this buffet to eat. <laughs> but instead of that, right, this, this monk mentality. And if you're out there and you're a monk and you're listening to this, and, and I misrepresent you, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't do monks. You think any monks listen to us? I don't know. I doubt it. So there you go. So maybe the- we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, Right, but it, but that mentality is like, oh, we've got this buffet, sweet. I'm just gonna sit here and eat and eat mm-hmm. and eat and eat <laughs> and eat mm-hmm. and and you 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 never invite anybody else into the feast. Become right?
0: obese Christians, right? Which
1: which the, the feast was never intended for just you, mm. right? We're co- we're called to be filled so we can overflow to others. I mean, Ryan has talked about that numerous times. Yeah, right. This is this is the place of filling, not so that I'm full but so that I can go and overflow to others. Yeah. But It's
0: it's always, always, always others focus. And that was the correlation that he made though. Cause like when he started the message, you know, he showed this image and, and asked folks, you know, hey, he showed an image uh, for those that weren't there uh, of a gas, uh, gas tank being at E and the gas light warning. You know, we've all seen it. Uh, we've all had that on our cars telling us, you know, and he said, you know, so many of us are running on E Um, And pushing the car when we run out of gas, rather than going to the gas station and filling up on what will actually make the car go down the road. So the correlation, I think, initially was to say, you know, if you're running on E, it's because you are not spending whatever amount of time that is necessary to get you down the road in the secret place. You know, some of us seasons, life, work. Uh, That five and 10 minutes in the morning is what it will take to get you up to a quarter of a tank to get you through the day. But
1: that's where it's qualitative. Yes. Quality. If if you, if you spend five to 10 minutes with Jesus and Mm -hmm. that is, that's time with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he loves. Awesome. Yes. I mean, if you spend 10 minutes of like, oh, okay, I guess I'm, I guess I'm hanging out with Jesus. And Mm -hmm. you spend nine minutes of it waiting for that last minute to be done. You're probably not going to spend your day very full. I mean, the you're,
0: why you're, we're coming back to this why over and over again with spiritual practices and disciplines uh because it is it is the foundation it is the centerpiece of of the practices and disciplines if you get that why mixed up uh you're going to be in bad shape
1: and this is where too right going back to our conversation about the heart the the idea of emotion and experience mm-hmm. and i think we hit on this last week in the episode when we were talking about the secret place right like i, I think this this it's good to to temper your expectations right because if if you if you fully live into this whole heart thing in the wrong sense mm-hmm. that's that it's emotion and that it's experience again yeah we talked about this last week right like if you, if you think every time you sit down and, and crack the cover of your bible
0: yeah.
1: it's going to be this magical magical experience mm-hmm. I think you're going to be disappointed that's not a that's not a realistic expectation mm-hmm. so
0: and i but. think you know we we as a staff we went through a book and we're going to highly recommend this book by pete scazzaro called emotionally healthy discipleship and he's got a number of other books but you know pete really talked about these seasons um that you know it's not always green and sunny you know josh and i were just talking uh, I, I asked him when he rolled into the studio uh, are you ready for the snow? Because we got snow coming tonight and or uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, whatever. So sometimes it's winter, especially if you live in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and, I, and that kind of circles back to the quantitative question as well. Ryan said last week. He said, you know, sometimes the, the practices and disciplines are a grind. Creating a habit in your life that is good and and it's Godward oriented. Sometimes it's not chills up your neck. Like right. it's not experience. It's not feelings. It's like. Jesus, I love you. And you said that you love me. And these are the ways that you and I have relationship together. And I know that I'm not always going to feel it, but I'm still going to be faithful and come. So quantitatively, I'm still choosing to be with you in whatever measure that means. Right. Um, and again, back to the, the word of God, four days a week, you know, making those changes. Uh, so it's about works and it's not (laughs) right well i mean because even right you know we've we've
1: we've compared it to you know we've drawn the parallel with with this as a discipline and things like exercise you know working out right like you know when we talk about this 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 quantitative aspect of it like hey if you're doing five minutes hey try 10 try Mm -hmm. 10 uh you know that is that is very similar to let's say you you lift weights right hey man this week i banged out like you know, 15 reps with you know yep. 20 pounds. Yep. Hey, next week can I either increase my reps or can I increase my weight? Right? Like, I mean, that's that's the way you grow. That's the mm-hmm. way you strengthen. Is is you yeah. you gradually add to it. You add resistance, mm-hmm. and it will feel like that because if you currently do 10 minutes and you try for 20, it will feel like there's resistance. Yes. Right. Like your flesh will rebel against this mm-hmm. because it's like ooh, ooh, this is so long. <laughs> Over time. 20, we talked about this with silence and solitude. Yeah. Right. Like initially two minutes is killer, but eventually an hour, like, Oh wow. An hour Mm -hmm. went by, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's, you gradually, you gradually strengthen to the point that it's, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. You don't even you can't even tell that you're lifting a weight. I think
0: that your weightlifting metaphor is really a good one, Josh, because you know for you know this because you're a physical therapist, but occupational I, occupational occupational therapy. Still, yeah. <laughs> you know the idea of weightlifting. Actually, what happens is as you're you're lifting that weight, you're actually tearing and treading uh, the muscle fibers, and the body responds as that being a, a micro injury, and it swells up. It actually gets swollen like a like a like something that's injured and your body responds by repairing those little tears and adding more to that area. So the resistance and the pain that you feel when you're lifting weights, apart from injuries, just muscle f- uh, fatigue and pain, that lactic acid built up, that's a good thing. If yeah. it's not hurting. Right. Well, because, so that's like, I love it. If like there's, there's no maybe, resistance. Maybe you're, you're doing
1: a workout, right? And they're like, oh, hey man, if you just, if yeah. you just burn through 30 reps of this, like increase your weight. Like yes. if, if you can do this and it doesn't, you don't yes. even feel resistance. Mm-hmm. You're you're not really, you're not really going to grow through this. You're not going to gain any strength. Mm-hmm because you're not challenging yourself.
0: Which I think ultimately so. was Ryan's point yesterday. Yeah, I, I really yeah, feel like challenge all, yourself. all he was saying was God loves you. You are saying that you love God live in a way that those things match up and do the things that will make you more like Jesus, you know? Uh, and it does it, it. There's such a, there's a really good balance. I like to think of it. Um, uh, one of, one of the pastors I get to work for Daniel Fusco is his name. He he uses this metaphor with the divinity of Christ and the humanity of Christ. He said, you know, imagine a trapeze at the circus, right? This tightrope. And you know they're up on this like these ladders, and then the trapezist trap tra- trap trap person. Oh. sounds cool. Yeah. I like it. You know, he walks slowly and he's got the balance bar and he goes no, across you know, this you know, tightrope. You know, no, is the thing you swing at. Oh, yeah. No, what's the <clears> – <throat> Just the, the high rope walker, yeah. tightrope walker. Tightrope tight yeah. tight yeah. walker. There it is. So he says uh, – uh, Daniel says, you know, the humanity of Jesus is is on one side of that rope. The divinity of Jesus is on the other. And as this person is walking that rope, if the tension is not equal, equal on both sides, what happens – the The rope will sag in the middle and the guy will just flop off and he'll just fall down into the net. So I think that works and faith are very, very similar hmm. tensions in, in our walk with Jesus. Uh, we know that God has done a hundred percent of what we need to get to heaven. And because we're going to heaven, we live in a certain way. Our lives reflect that. And we just carefully walk across that that tightrope. It's
1: a really good now, did he use it in that context, or he, he used just it used in the it... context
0: of divinity? Okay, in, so in I vanity.
1: like I like the way you took that. I that's don't know. uh I don't know. that's good stuff, man. We'll see. That's good.
0: <laughs> just <laughs> just popped into my head in the moment, so hopefully it's not uh, aberrant. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Know. I think that's a really that's a really good picture of it. So yeah, because there's a balance. I mean, there's a balance there. Yes, and you get you get in trouble if you go too far one direction. Yeah, if you go one so, direction.
1: Yeah. What else, Josh? Um, I'm, let me grab my notes let me grab
0: my notes see if anything else jumped out (laughs) i loved the you know how he said that the the quality of your time with jesus is directly going to reflect the quality of your life essentially Uh, that that balance was like that was pretty that was pretty amazing well and i think and we we were picking on we picked on like Netflix and stuff
1: last week, mm-hmm. but I do think I, I will maybe revisit that. Right. Like mm-hmm. just that idea, like we're all being formed by something. Mm-hmm. Right. We all have in a sense, cause you know, in, in this, this conversation about the secret place, it's this idea of like intimacy with Jesus. Mm-hmm. But, like, are are you more intimately familiar with the characters on your favorite Netflix mm-hmm. show than you are with Jesus? Right. Like, and, mm-hmm. and I, I think and that was part of the challenge built yeah. into what Ryan talked about yesterday is, is, Really, and to go back to what you talked about last week on the episode, right? That idea of tracking, right? You've talked about that a few different times. Mm -hmm. Right. If nothing else, I think let's let's say you do you do five minutes right now. And that's your that's your quiet time. Cool. I mean, I'm not I'm not here to knock that. Right. But like if if you if you strongly resist the idea of bumping that up to ten minutes, right? You I think check yourself a little bit to say, like, hey, are there other things that you easily do for ten minutes? 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Oop. Just watched four episodes. Like, guaranteed. That's, that's three hours right there. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed. No resistance there at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You, so you can't grow good... what
0: you don't track. It's impossible to grow what you don't track. Um, and it's impossible to create, create a habit. Um, I love James Clear's book, atomic habits. He's, I don't think he's coming from was a place just of talking faith. To somebody else that was talking about that. I think Gabe, Gabe was talking okay. about that. Yeah, it's a great book. James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, is fantastic. I'd encourage you to read that. But the data behind what it takes to create a habit is 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 pretty amazing. But you can't know uh, how to grow until you start tracking things. And that is where, you know, so listeners, viewers, if you're saying, Josh, JB, you guys don't understand. Like, you don't get it. Like, you don't know my job. You don't know my family. You don't know my life. Hey, I got a job. I got a family. JB's got uh, two jobs. Yeah. He's got, okay. He he works at the church
1: and he runs a pretty awesome company. So, so yeah, just uh, slow your roll.
0: All 'all (laughs) y'all haters out there. Leave JB alone. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. But what I would say to you is, and maybe that's a place to start in response to Ryan's, Ryan's challenge yesterday is to say, you know what? Let's get real about my life let's get serious and i want to discover and find out what am i actually doing with my my 80 to, to 90 days josh you shared a while back and it sticks with me uh you've got this marble jar at home mm-hmm. and it represents the number of weeks or
1: so it's the yeah. number of weeks right this is from uh orange it's, a, it's an organization they worked uh,
0: it's awfully to, terrible to partner with <laughs> what is it, it's just a, To me, it's so disheartening when oh. I think about it. Like I'm, I'm like, no, it's a, it's, it's good, a, but it's like, oh my goodness, it's a, it's, it's a reality yeah. check. It's, it's reality a reality check. Which side is what it is.
1: Side note, because it, it connects to parenting. Yes. Right, which I just got Andy and Sandra Stanley, like Pastor Andy Stanley, mm-hmm. whom I, I greatly admire. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just wrote a book about parenting, and I'm, I'm reading through that, and then, and it's like one of those gut checks it's like, oh. oh. <laughs> Oh God, i'm a terrible <laughs> parent uh no but i mean so so this is this is aimed at parents it's put mm-hmm. out by orange which again mm-hmm. which is this organization that looks to to partner parents and churches together mm-hmm. to have maximal faith impact on on kids right but they they do this 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 jar full of marbles mm-hmm. and the idea is that like from from birth to the time your kid graduates uh if i remember right it's like 936 weeks so this jar has 936 marbles in it and so wow. so it's the now ideally right if you did this you would actually like you would start this when your kid is is born and every week you would take a marble out just so you have this visual now I don't do that because quite frankly it's I would probably, I would probably ball my eyes call, out yes. every time I took out a marble because yes. that was my response I cuz I got this and I think I talked i probably talked about this a long time ago on the podcast yeah. right I got this when my daughter Patience who's now 14 was nine and I I got this jar and and I'm looking at this jar and I just have this moment of like half of my time with mm-hmm. patience mm-hmm. is gone. I stood in my kitchen sobbing. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. And now she's 14. So I have, I have even fewer weeks left. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and it's just this, right. Your, your time with, with your kids is brief. Right. But I mean, mm-hmm. our time on earth that's is, the correlation is brief mm-hmm. right I, I mean if you think about it mm-hmm. let's say you're you're like me right you're you're pushing 40 years old right mm-hmm. like or be, you're over 40 or you're over 40 right so we're gonna always <laughs> say you're in that 40 range right yeah statistically halfway halfway or more of your life is gone <laughs> <You're>
0: i mean <laughs> bumming me out man <laughs> i mean that's the that's it's, the, it's the reality that's the reality of yes. it. Yeah.
1: Right. So like, man, yeah. we don't, we don't have forever here and it, and it's easy to put things on the back. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll do that. When, yeah.
0: when, will you? when is when coming? And, and when we think about our purpose on earth, right? I love, I love uh, the, the Nicene Creed, right? The chief end of man is to, to, uh, it was enjoy God and be with him forever or something along those lines, something along those lines. lines. But I think too, what Jesus said in the uh, last chapter of Matthew, go into all the earth and make disciples and teach them, baptize them in the name of the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. Like we have a calling, we've got a direction. We've got guidance from God to do the things that we're actually created and made to do. And our time is limited. So if we're not keeping track of what we're doing with our time, We can stray from the fruitfulness of the command. Like we could stray from being as effective. And ultimately, if we believe what the gospel says, what does the gospel say? It says there is a place called heaven and there is a place called hell. And without faith in Jesus, you're not going to get to heaven. Right. You know, it's, it's a binary system. Everybody balks at that these days, but it it, it's, it's
1: binary. Like, like it's one of two things. Like that's, that's yep. it.
0: And if we truly believe that in our hearts, like if we really believe it and our faith is real before God, we're going to be about God's business. We're going to be paying attention to what we do with our time. And we're going to think about, look, I want to go out and do the things that I need to do for God. But I know that all that's informed by the secret place. All of that is, is filled by the secret place. If I want to be about God's work, I got to have the gas in the tank. And I love how Ryan did last week and this week. And I think we could do a whole other podcast on this. Jesus <laughs> went alone to a deserted place. Jesus went, al- he went to be alone. He went to be alone. He spent the night praying into the night. This is Jesus. who is 100% God, 100% man, Right. From our Orthodox friends, this is our pinky and our ring finger. And the Trinity is here, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We make that cross. We say, you know, that the Trinity, the truth of who Jesus is, be a part of my life. You know, if we believe that, man, we're going to be doing things differently.
1: Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, if we're not modeling our lives after Jesus, who are we modeling it after? And if we're not modeling our lives after Jesus, are we actually a disciple of Jesus?
0: Oof. And if we're not a
1: disciple of Jesus— which of those two places do we land Mm -hmm. and that's episode 16 (laughs) happy day y'all we're all gonna die you're gonna go one of two places
0: are you obeying what jesus calls us to Uh, there you
1: go yeah happy happy joy joy
0: yeah (laughs) hey listen this could be a bummer definitely if you're watching listening the i keep saying if as you're watching or listening, uh, this could be a bummer, but I think that the reality that God's given us, it's not a bummer. It's beautiful. The blessing of the life that we've been given is beautiful and it's it's wonderful. Let's honor God, our creator, with the time that he's given us. And that doesn't mean that you don't watch Netflix ever. It doesn't mean that you don't do silly stuff and have fun, right? right? What it does mean is that you you listen for the voice of the Holy Spirit to guide and direct your, your time. Um, for those uh, uh, that have been sharing and liking the podcast, thanks so much. Um, and forgive me. Um, we're gonna give a shout out. I don't. I'm T- Tara Yesh Yesh, Y E S H is her last name. Yesh, I don't, Yesh. I don't yeah, yeah, to she that Yesh. Yeah, she comes. She comes to radiant. Tara, thanks for sharing of uh, the podcast. Um, there's, there's quite a few other folks that have been sharing the podcast on, on Facebook, uh, continue to do that. That helps more people. We're up to 675 subscribers to the podcast total. That's, that's our podcast feed, which includes rain reflections, the church teachings, Josh, I think by summer we should have a goal of having a thousand subscribers. So
1: what are we going to do if we meet that goal? That's we've got to like, we've got to do something crazy. Like we're both going to shave our heads. Ooh, now I I can't get with that.
0: Let's do something fun. More fun. We'll both get a tattoo. Uh, yes, Yes. that's, that's gospel. That's happening. If we get to a thousand. So the only way you can get to a thousand subscribers is for you to share the podcast everywhere, like it, and, and also review it on iTunes for those listening that helps it kind of tick up in the directory. Uh, let's see if we can meet that goal of getting to a thousand subscribers. So are we going to get matching tattoos? i don't care oh you okay. know me oh, man. I, I don't know I, do I don't it. know if
1: are we gonna like let, let, let the let let watchers pick out oh. while we get tattooed i'm not
0: going there
1: but <laughs> although uh, we would we would take ideas we would take ideas. sure sure so maybe you've got a yeah. good you, you guys have seen me idea
0: i've got the full sleeves i'm so. not scared of tattoos i'll get i'll get whatever i'll get something on my leg that no one can see but it's there who cares there you go you might so. want to clear that with lisa first. uh definitely <laughs> definitely uh yes so there you go
1: thousand subscribers by summer now like end of summer or beginning of summer
0: let's give ourselves a little grace let's say uh let's say middle so how about by the end of june okay so beginning of july okay by the fourth of july oh there you go independence day yes we'll independently have a thousand no that didn't work There's no connection there. That'll be the fireworks. We'll go off. Because we've reached a thousand subscribers. Yes. So cool. Blessings to you guys. Come back next week for episode 17. Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share his love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.